hate to go all technical on you, but all hands on deck, swirly thing alert! Attention! Listen, you motherfuckers. Buckle up, pedal heads. You're experiencing the Lotus Effect with Phoenix and Phone Boy. Oh my god! It's very creepy. Just a little weird. Maybe it'll catch on, who knows. It is out of sheer morbid curiosity. I'm allowing this freak show to continue. How do you fix that, though? Take a big step back and literally suck my dick. Do I have your attention? Send your dick pics. (laughs) Are you interested? I know you are, because it's fuck or walk. You're shitting me. Have you made your decision for Christ? To tell you the truth, I don't give a shit. I would not say such things if I were you. Who the fuck are you? Phone Boy and Phoenix. I don't know, Phone Boy. They're fucking nuts! But they don't know shit about fuck, clearly. You're talking peak no agenda right there, everybody. That's true. And welcome to another episode of The Lotus Effect, where the show's made up and the content doesn't matter. <clears throat> I'm Phone Boy. So we finally <laughs> met the man whose shit doesn't stink. Yeah! And I'm Phoenix. Let me start this off by clearly stating that I'm better than everyone. Yeah, and uh, yeah, welcome to episode 47. We do have a clip to introduce today's topic. Which yes, we do. Uh, I'm sure you're all uh, a tingle to find out exactly uh, what said topic is. Yeah, well, uh, that, yeah, we're talking about sweating today, uh, and the word "sweat" has many meanings. I mean, we say "don't sweat," uh, but it doesn't. It, we don't necessarily mean physical, or it sometimes doesn't mean physically sweating. Um, but it is. But uh, we are referring to the kind by uh, that, that was sort of embodied by that Richard Simmons clip. Uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I was I realized that Richard Simmons hadn't been in the public eye for a while in, in pulling that old clip, and it's like, yeah, he's he's done everything he wants to do. Actually, I saw something that he had, that he had. Oh, he'd said something to the fans, you know. But you know, but yeah. Anyway, we're, we are going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about sweating and you know what that and really you know. What are the other the I don't know myths and conceptions around it, um, and but you know you don't have to sweat to the oldies like uh, you know like Richard Simmons uh, had y'all do and was was doing so, um, yeah. Um, just keep in mind this is a value for value show and we we'd actually got some value right before the show. In fact, um, that's right. Yeah, so I'd like to I'd like to point out so at the near the end of um, as I say probably uh, we got that's I'd say probably on Sunday we got uh, got our monthly donation from Sharky. Who gave us seven dollars and sixty six cents on a monthly Thank donation you, basis? Uh, we we appreciate that. We always so you can uh, you can go to lotuseffect.show. There are some uh, buttons uh, you know about, you know uh, you can can send your fiat fund coupons through PayPal or you can uh, you can also do uh, you can stream us satoshis uh, you know, using a nude podcasting app. And if you you know you should go take off all your clothes and go visit nudepodcastapps.com. And then the fact that anybody gets any value out of this shit show is just amazing to me. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Well, and you know, you know who else is getting value apparently is uh, our buddy and uh, the person who we had a amazing show with last week, the one, the only Sir Rev Cybertrucker. Yeah, he gave us a stonation of four dollars and twenty cents. Uh, we appreciate uh, all stonations. We definitely do. Yeah, we we uh, we're we're big on stonations. Um, Keeps us stoned. That's right. Hey-o. Exactly. Um, you know, I mean, we'll we'll take your value in time, talent, and treasure. And actually, Rev's uh, contributing talent. He he sent a, a cavalcade of stupidity right before the show. That's right. And so. if you were listening last week, you heard the first episode of the cavalcade of stupidity. It's debut, and we loved it so much. We said, "Do it again, do it again." So he did. 
Yeah, although it won't be live this time, so it'll be um, it will be a, pre, a pre-produced thing. I, I I will be honest; I have not heard it yet. I probably should have listened to it beforehand. But that's right. No, I love the fact that we're going to cold listen to this because the reaction is so raw. There you go. Because you never know what shit Rev is is going to send us. Because we know that he's a twisted mofo like the rest of us, and uh, we love it. That's right. So anyway, if you got any value out of this, go to lotuseffect.show and hit. There's a, there is a, there is a we like money button on the on the front page. There is. Um, there is also, but you can also use a, a you know a, a, one of these podcasting apps that stream Satoshi's. And if you, yours doesn't do that, get a better one. Go to newpodcastapps.com or nudepodcastapps.com. Yeah, it was funny. And actually, in my uh, I, I was doing I did like four sessions this week for work. And it was, and I was, there's a slide that talks about, you know, what I do in my day job and I do a pod, actually I'm doing a podcast for my day job again. And um, it's funny cause I use the phrase, you know, cause I, I don't, I don't really talk about podcasting 2.0 or anything like that, but I do use, Hey, if you don't have a podcasting app, go to new podcastapps.com, Right. So it's kind of, it's kind of a, I've heard him do it. Yeah. You, you've heard me do it. Well, yeah. You, you, you like watching me do stuff like that. So um, yes, it's out there yeah. for all of the listeners. So, so I love watching you work. There's no secret to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, anyway, we um, so you know, but again, we love your time, your talent, your treasure. But please, we don't want your shit. Please, please don't send us your shit. shit. Yeah, but you know, but we, we definitely need that. And we have a we have a great refire topic this week, which I kind of started when I took over the stream this afternoon. Which is uh, what's your favorite Saturday morning cartoon? That's uh, right. Tell us your tell us that show that you would creep down in the morning and ever so quietly get your cereal bowl and your cereal and try so hard. Not to make any noise as it hit the bowl, and then hopefully you were able to get the milk in the bowl without spilling it all over the table and making an absolute mess and waking up mom and dad, to which point they freak out. Yeah. But if you accomplish that stealthy mission, what is your viewing pleasure? What is that cartoon that you just had to watch you knew every episode by heart you were that character for halloween it was your happy place for 30 minutes every saturday morning yeah. tell us about it two five three two three seven three three two one and uh yeah if you call in during the show you could actually be live yep. telling us all about your favorite saturday morning cartoon yeah in fact yeah i've got the i, I have things unmuted Oh yeah. Okay. Now, Ref Cybertrucker decides that he is going to boost us. He he boosted us uh, some sats, uh, through it, which I I didn't see how I didn't see how many, but he he yeah he did he did do a try he did do the hat tricks. He oh he boosted. It looks like he boosted. Let's see if I can actually see. Oh, he boosted two hundred sats. Okay. That's- Awesome. We appreciate we appreciate it, Rev. You're your great friend. <laughs> oh shit! Look at the chat, dude. I know. Okay, it's true. We we we, yeah, we, we love do- the future, Mrs. Nam. Also, but that was not what that was supposed to say. <laughs> Shit! Oh my oh, dipshit! That was actually supposed to say Phoenix and Phone Boy love Mrs. Rev Cyber Trucker because we were referring to the fact that she. Well, we love we, gets we love to Nurse Elise too. We do. We absolutely love Nurse Elise. That's why I said. It's still a true statement, but it wasn't meant to be that. Or maybe it was. Maybe the universe thought, uh, you know, Nurse Elise needed us to give her a little shout out. So, woo woo, we love you too. So, anyway, so if you're listening, if you're not listening to us at live on, on the, either the No Agenda stream or uh, the Lotus Effect stream, uh, yeah, you can you can still call in and we'll play your voicemail. You know that that that, you, that Google Voice takes. It's a, you know, it, uh, you know, Gernestine, you know, and I, of course you got to play the clip, right? One ringy dingy. 
too, ringy dingy. Yeah, but you know, I mean, Ernestine isn't standing by. Uh, you know, and, you Google know, Her- voices, Her- and it's going to mangle your translation all the hell. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, Lily Tomlin's still alive too. That's the funny because I mean, it's- yes, she is. Yeah, uh, we were doing some. I, I, I think I, we were looking her because we were, we added this to to sort of our uh, you know our mix of things that we do, and anyway, it was looking her up, and it's and it's like oh she's yeah she's still you know I mean, and I didn't even realize that she was batting for the other team now, but good you know good for her, right? Dude, she came out like a good piece of years ago. Yeah. Wait, I'm about to blow your mind even more. Nell Carter was a lesbian too, honey. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah, there you go. Nothing wrong. So there you go. <laughs> exactly. Fuck you, Hollywood. Yeah. Well, whatever. I'm, I'm, it's all. It's all cool. Yeah. You know. Um. So, but anyway, we 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 like to hear your calls, and uh, we love it when you call in and contribute in that way. Yeah, I did get a text on that number. So we so because it's Google Voice, hey, it does take heck it, yeah. Yeah. The uh, the text message just said hello. We it's funny because it's a four one six number, which is actually from like British Columbia, which I'm not sure why I'm getting text from. Text That's kind of neat, actually. I think it's, I think four one six is. I don't know. It's Canadian. I believe it is a Canadian um, uh, area code for sure. So uh, yeah. Anyway, we but we appreciate your uh, your calls and everything. And so uh, yeah, we think we'll. Um, but if we get anything else during the show here, we'll of course uh, uh, we'll of course. Uh, share it uh you know as we go here so we will let's talk about our topic which is well you know as we said it was sweat um you know and the in the, the kind of the kind of sweat that we're talking about is the clear salty liquid produced by glands in your skin and theoretically it's done to regulate our body temperature um be, you know it promotes heat loss through evaporation that's so you but um you know and of course you know we we've been told i don't know i mean i grew up with these with ads like this that uh yeah um maybe never let them see you sweat yeah any so anybody know what uh what ad that was from that i pulled that from the the, the name of the, the name of the product i do i do <laughs> yeah. yeah i know you know but uh um so yeah it was a dry idea but it was that's not, right yeah so um yeah then there was another you know i pulled another clip from that uh, particular thing oh sure it's okay to be anxious as long as you don't look anxious yeah so this is the kind of stuff we got here um sharky you have no idea how poignant that statement is about to be in this show oh yeah there you go um <clears throat> so sweating is perfectly natural and um, you know, what and, and okay, but when, why is there a smell? Well, I mean, if if you just take sweat on its own, generally there's not a there's not a smell to it. Now, when you do smell, it's it's a combination of bacteria on the skin. Sometimes it is stuff you actually excrete, but it it really. Do, but generally, like if you're just sweating because you're exercising or sitting in the sauna or something, yeah, you're not really you're not necessarily um, you know sweating out anything. It, it, it's usually not the smell. It's all the other stuff that uh, might not be on your skin when the stuff comes out that. that it starts becoming a problem. That's true. Uh, yeah. So you're the medical person here. Why don't you why don't you read about the sweat glands and Well, there's two types of glands that produce sweat. Okay, you have endocrine glands and apocrine glands. Now your endocrine glands are the ones that produce most of your sweat, especially the watery kind. But your endocrine perspiration doesn't taste like water because bits of salt, protein, urea, and ammonia get mixed into it. These glands are mostly concentrated on the palms, soles, foreheads, and armpits, but they cover your entire body. So, if you've ever... Sorry, I literally just kicked the table. If you've ever tasted your own sweat 
as it ran down your face, that is why it tastes the way it does, is because of all of the salt and protein and urea and ammonia that gets mixed into it as it runs along your skin. Now, your apocrine, boy, that's a tongue twister today, your apocrine glands are larger, and they continuously secrete a fatty sweat into the gland tubule. And they're mostly located on the armpits, the groin, and the breast area. And you ladies out there, you know, when you're having a great workout and you're getting undressed for your shower and up under the girls, you got that sweat. That's what that's about. That's that apocrine glands. So they're the ones that are most often associated with body odor. And they produce more concentrated secretions after puberty. Since stress sweat smells worse than, oh, I'm sorry, I, I apologize, I skipped. Yeah, you did. Um. <laughs> okay, since they're near hair follicles, they typically smell the worst. That is the truth. If you've ever noticed that when you shave, you don't stink as bad, like if you don't, if you have a problem with, you know, stinking, if you have more armpit hair, you stink worse. Like that, I, I don't know if anyone else has ever experienced that, but that's just what I've experienced. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's, and I think it's pretty much the case at all. It's uh, hair is one of those, um, is one of those things, right? Um, and that's, but it is, you know, I mean, hair, you know, hair captures all kinds of things, and when that, all those other all kinds of things mix on it, yeah, and if there's the hair's not there, then there's less for the you know the other stuff to attach to and so when you sweat it's yeah yeah that's always been my theory yeah well yeah that's but that's just our opinion right well Um, of course yeah exactly pretty much this whole show is just our opinion yeah it's just our opinion um but um and 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 yeah and it's there are lots of reasons we sweat actually it's not it's not just it's it's not just to, to to cool the body down although you know um but um the nervous so um but i mean when it happens the nervous system controls you know sweat you know i mean at least with related to exercise and body temperature and so you know the endocrine the eccrine glands uh you know, start sweating um when when you sweat emotionally and you know i think we've been doing a lot of that lately um, yeah yeah um it, it's a bit different. Now, think fight or flight response, right? If you sweat when you're stressed, it's because your body sends signals to your sweat glands to start working. And you know where I've noticed that um, actually is on my feet. I think that's. Uh, uh, it, I've it, heard that of that before. Yeah, yeah, because one of the things that I was, exp- I experienced, I experienced this a lot more when I was still back in the P and Dub and was living in the Airbnb. Um, yeah, that, that for some reason my feet, I couldn't. My feet were just always kind of sweaty you know mm-hmm. more than you would think you know and it's not like the temps were that great there i mean so it's not a you know it, it, i think it may be you know beginning yeah, but you 20- said the atmosphere in that place because there was a lot of tension i mean being an empath you could have been picking up that energy hardcore oh there, yeah there's the a, well yeah i mean because i mean there was you know when i lived there i mean there was a lot of um you know i mean i think if i remember right i saw something about a restraining order i saw you know i there was uh you know a lot of people were in and out of there right just because you know between the uh, people that lived there and the other you know they they rented two rooms out for airbnb uh and so there was a lot you know between those uh different people it was kind of a uh, a rotating cast of uh, you know characters and, and yeah so i'm sure that there's a lot of and you know plus my own situation was you know maybe not so great and, and i didn't right. so ultimately i didn't have a place to be and so yeah i was 
you know, I have, it's, you know, we've been talking about this as I've been, you know, it is, it's something that's been happening is, you know, or something that that happened a lot is that I just, I didn't have a safe place to be. And I was just like trying to figure out where I, you know, where, you know, it's just trying to get through each day. It was kind of tra- challenging, but, um, you know, so, um, yeah, it's basically, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, I guess, uh, I guess what you got when you do that is, Sometimes when I get nervous, yes. I stick my hands under my arms and then I smell my fingers like that. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I mean, seriously. Ooh, that smell. Can't you smell that smell? Yeah, anyway. So, that's a, I, yeah, I had to pull that clip. That was a, you know. Oh, you know, you just had to. Exactly. Um, but it's not just cooling down and being nervous that causes us to sweat. Um, you know, spicy foods that contain capsaicin trick your brain into thinking your body temperature is increasing. Now, maybe, but of course, it also just may be that it's uh, trying to get out the toxins that some of, and some of that stuff. Um, well, it's like the meat sweats. Yeah, exactly. If you ever, yeah, that happens because if you eat too much meat, your metabolism can spend so much energy breaking it down that your body temperature goes up. And I can tell you from my own experience, if I eat too much of anything these days, yeah, my body, I, I mean, my body temperature will literally go up to, it, it's just because, you know, the, the body's not stupid, right? It's not going to, it's going to, you know, it will upregulate and downregulate what, um, what, you know, which, uh, you know, based on the amount of energy you have. And if you, and if, dear God, you know, I like resting my head on on your chest, and your damn heartbeat like to beat my brains out when you have eaten too much, simply for the fact that you know it's it's just so elevated. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, um, so yeah, that's. I think it's you know there. It's it makes sense. I mean, because I've also I've had the opposite right where if I'm not eating enough, then my body will cool down and I'm cold. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you can kind of, so yeah, Yeah, because what's happening is that that's the start of your metabolism slowing, right? Because your, your body is going into a stasis of hibernation because it thinks that it needs to, because you, you, you've heard of starvation mode, right? That's ultimately what it starts doing. And the first signs of that are getting cold and. You know, yeah. So, yeah. And I mean, I mean, the other thing too is like food allergies and intolerances can be can can do that as well. Again, you're getting you're trying to get stuff out of your system. Um, you know, drinking alcohol, alcohol again, toxin, right? Cause again, it's a, you know you're trying to get the, it's trying to get the toxins out of the system. Um, it's for you know it, it's it, it speeds up your heart rate and dilates your blood vessels, similar mm-hmm. to what occurs during physical activity. And I mean, I, I can tell you, like when I sleep, my heart rate is elevated. Like if I drink, you know, if I'm drinking too much and then go to bed, right? That's why a lot of times. Mm-hmm. You know, if especially doing ride share, if I'm doing the drunk crowd, you know, having the windows down is is kind of a, a multi-purpose tool because, one, I don't have to smell their horrid smell because anybody out there who's ever done ride share knows exactly what a drunk person smells like. It's, ugh, I just don't like it. Yeah. But that on top of, they're always hot for that exact reason is because of the fact that the alcohol is tricking their brain into thinking that their body is overheating, therefore they're sweating, blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, I, I, I think I would actually look at it another way, though, which is ultimately that it's, okay, alcohol is a toxin, right? And the body tries to eliminate toxins as Yeah, much that's as the smell. Yeah, well, that's we probably the smell. That. Yeah, but it's, and it's pro- well, I mean, first of all, you know, it, it, you know, it just smells on you, but it probably gets exuded out your, you know, your skin, too, and it's pretty It's pro- like eating too much garlic. Yeah, exactly. Which is I, I have a friend who I've literally forbade from eating garlic because every time they eat garlic, 
garlic. They just smell like a garlic bulb. For like, I'm, and it's not just breath. Yeah, like their pores just. Oh exude yeah, it. I, I've I've been told that by uh, when I was when I was you know, having certain seasonings, my uh, my not soon enough ex made those complaints as well. So I'm, I'm quite familiar with, you know, with with uh, being on the other end of that. Uh, did you have your all everything bagel seasoning yesterday? Um, yeah, I did actually. <laughs> Then I understand her complaint. <laughs> there you go. I wasn't going to say it. Okay. So what's that? What is that smell? Do you want? Would you? Do you? Do you want to answer that question? Garlic. <laughs> okay. Well, no. But... Sorry. <laughs> okay. Huh? Yeah. The show. The, well, sh- <clears throat> the show must go on here. It's a... The smell we typically complain about and we wear antiperspirant and or deodorant for typically comes from the armpits, obviously. So this is because the apocrine glands produce the bacteria that break down our sweat into scented fatty acids. And emotional stress, which causes the tubule wall to contract, expelling the fact the fatty secretions to the skin where all that bacteria breaks it down into an odorous fatty acid. And, you know, it's interesting because they talk about just, you know, they, they say primarily the armpits, but I, I can tell you like anybody who's ever had a, you know, a healthy workout, unless you have a very, you know, clean diet, dude, your crotch sweat is fucking rank. Yeah, and, and you know, and you know, and if you got that, well, maybe you can use something like this. Well, us models, under the hot lights and all, our cunts can get pretty skunky. And if it isn't fresh, I'm out of business. Isn't that sweet, you little money maker? You use new sweet fish every day. Keep that skunky cunt away. Use new sweet fish every day. Keep that skunky. Well, where where was that like in the last twenty five years? That's all I gotta say about that. Um, <clears throat> she would probably be too vain to have used it, anyways. Yeah, don't even get me started on that. But I'm uh, not going to get you yeah. started. So on that. people often use deodorant as an over as an overarching term when it comes to those sticks and sprays that 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 claim to mask the mask the odor. I, I, I've been doing this in the notes. I, I've been if, that whenever I whenever I do this uh, this. Uh, I've been I've been typing order when I meant odor. Yeah, That's hilarious. I know it's just kind of funny. Um, there's a key difference between the uh, deodorant and antiperspirants. Deodorants will mask the smell of the body odor, well, while antiperspirants will actually block the glands from sweating. Typically, using aluminum to do so. Now, I will tell you, uh, I found a new product, and I bought two sticks of it because I was out of deodorant, and I thought, "Ooh, these are interesting smells," and because they have essential oils as one of the main ingredients for how they make things smell nice and i was looking at it while we were doing the research for this and i noticed that it said that it contained no aluminum and that made me really happy because i thought okay the enormous amount of money that we spent per stick of this deodorant makes it worth it if it's actually, you know, if there's actual studies that prove that the aluminum causes like breast cancer and stuff, yeah, I, I don't want to lose the tatas. So ultimately, I'm willing to pay the exorbitant price for that stick of deodorant to keep my tatas intact. I'm, I'm just saying. 
Exactly. Um, yeah, because you, yeah, you don't want to smell like an ogre. That's why you need deogrant, according to Rev Cyber Trucker. So. Well, that's true. Yeah. But, you know, there are some questions about whether the continual exposure to aluminum that comes from wearing antiperspirant causes cancer. Now, the American Cancer Society has stated there's currently not enough evidence to support this claim. Considering the number of other things you'd have to control for it, I doubt we'll see any serious studies that'll conclusively prove this. And of course, you know, I think it's the sugar everyone's eating that's causing the cancer to proliferate and grow. But then again, you know, that's just our opinion. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. It is. But, uh, you know, it's our, we're the stars of this piece of shit, so uh, that's what we're... You know, that's what we're going to do. Well, you uh, know, it does turn out that eating lots of sugar, regardless of its origin, changes the body's acidity levels, which alters its temperature and generates an unpleasant body odor. You know, it, it's all circular, so cut the sugar out, maybe you don't stink so much. And much like cancer, bacteria feeds on sweets. So, if you grow excessive, if they grow excessively, you know, you'll see accelerated fermentation and a stronger smell. Yeah. Cut out the sugar. You cut out a. <laughs> you cut out really the need to slather on all of these scented creams and sprays and soaps and whatever else because your natural body essence won't be as offensive. Yeah, and trust me, I've never been. You know, even after I've gone for a run, I don't think I've had any complaints about my body odor. So. No, I don't think I have. There's only one body odor you admit that is offensive. Well, yeah, okay. And I don't think there's a deodorant for it, except for maybe some Glade spray. Yeah. That does it. Why is it? There's, there's, a, there's a Cartman clip that i got to find to do that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and as we talked about before, foods can... Yeah, foods can impact how you smell, right? When you when you eat, right? Um, so, for example, garlic, onions, cabbage, broccoli, and Brussels sprouts have byproducts like sulfur that, when excreted through sweat, interact with bacteria on our skin, causing that lovely body odor that we all live to hate. And that other odor I was just complaining about. Exactly. Um, yeah, that certainly that certainly does that. Um, hydrogenated hydrogenated oils. Say that three times fast. Which are quite common in processed food are not just a leading cause of obesity. They're also related to the production of body odor. Hey, what knew about that? This type of fat is more difficult to digest, which can have a negative interaction with other foods that your intestines process. Now, in more than one of the articles I read for to, to do research, and all, and of course, all of the articles that we read and that we read, um, or that we um, that we that, that uh, used to inform our um, you know our content here, they're going to be in the show notes when we post this episode on Lotus Effect Show. Um, but in any case, as you know, as we've been talking about, uh, red meat is getting demonized for all kinds of things, and it's a, and you know, red meat was implicated as something that makes your smell less attractive. And there was a 2006 study quoted by one of the articles that suggests, quote unquote, red meat consumption has a negative impact on perceived body odor hedonicity. That's a word I hadn't seen before. Did you uh, look up hedonicity? I did not. I think we should. Okay, well, you can do that while I'm, um, because of course now I got I've, because of course there's there's more, there's more to this. Now I, I read the study. Yes, the, the study was with 17 men eating a a meat and a non meat diet, and they got to choose from a list of wait for it 33 meals. 33. That's a magic number. Yeah, and uh, you know their body odor was judged by 30 different women, and and so, um, you know I don't know it didn't. Um, you know, honestly, um, 
it's it wasn't a very compelling study to me just just the sheer number of people and a lot of the things we talked about i'm sure they didn't control for it right and there's and you know was it was it a really clean diet and um yeah i don't know um now there are some people that apparently have a rare gene that prevents their sweat from stinking we have a 2013 study that found only 2% of British women carry ABCC11. That almost sounds like a, a, a TV channel. Um, funny enough, of, of, of the people who don't produce body odor, 78% said they still use deodorant almost every day. What was that word again that you used? Hedon, hedonistic? Hedon, uh, yeah, let me, let me go, let's see. Yeah, he, he, uh, hedonicity. Hmm. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, she's, looking, she's, of course, looking it up on the phone oh, while we're doing that. And, you know, and it, it, it's... Now they also said that uh, you know seventy eight yeah you know, so seventy eight percent you still use deodorant every day but the the ABCC eleven is more prevalent in East Asian people while Black and white people don't have this gene. Again, I'm thinking this is probably you know this, this the gene is not really a gene. It's probably the gene you know the size of your genes that you're putting on right. So it's so it's again I think in the real culprit's diet. It's just just me. Um, you know, this is my opinion. And hedonistic that no hedonicity. I know I looked up hedonicity. Okay. Yeah, and it just says engage in the pursuit of pleasure, essentially self-indulgent. Yeah, but okay. See, I knew what hedonism was. That's why when that word came up, that doesn't fit. I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird. It's a yeah. It's a, one of those words. Words you weird. We weird. If anyone in the chat can find what hedonicity means, please drop it in. Yeah, he, uh, here I'll type. I'll type the. Uh, this is the word. There we go. Sorry for yelling in the chat. Um, there we go. Um, so you know, do do men do men sweat more than women? Well, you know, there's there's been depends you know, on how many times they've cheated before. Yeah. Hey. Oh. Yeah. Um, you know, most in, in the past they've pretty much always concluded that men sweat more than women, but it really has nothing to do with the sex, but the body size. Because yeah, I mean, more you know, more gland, you know, more body area, more glands, yeah, more sweat, you know, so. Um, and yeah, the other thing, um, yeah. So those yellow stains that some people get from sweat, um, yeah, it, it's um, you know, and you can get. I guess you, I've I've never seen it. You get a you, you have a, a stain on white sheets, but it's mainly because there's a chemical reaction between your sweat and your antiperspirant or clothes, and it's usually aluminum that uh, is an ingredient in many antiperspirants that, that that causes that reaction. I've never had that reaction before, but um, yeah, I've definitely seen people that have that. Uh, so, um, you know, what about age? Does age affect body odor? Well, and I thought, th- and I thought this was, yeah, there you go. Hedonicity.com. <laughs> Uh, cotton gin there we go um now that we know that body odor increases after puberty right that's everybody complains about stinky teenagers but does it change again later now researchers looked into body odor and aging and, and detected an unpleasant gassy a grassy and greasy odor that was only in 40 people 40 and over and, and there's a and, and i read the study that we're wait a minute a grassy and greasy odor that's what it says that's not a typo i know that is not a typo that's it that's so okay I'll bite. What the fuck is a grassy or a, I mean, greasy odor? I kind of understand. Grassy? What do you smell like a fresh mowed lawn, Grandma? Come here. Give us a squish. Exactly. Like, um, seriously. Now, now the evidence, okay, so the, anyway, I did read the study, and there's there's evidence that, su- that, they, that they present that suggests that both the change of the monounsaturated fatty acid composition of the skin surface lipids and the increase of lipid peroxides associated with aging may be involved in the formation of this characteristic odor component. Now, do you know what, cont- you know what foods contain high amounts of monounsaturated fat? 
I think you're going to tell us. Oh, of course I'm going to tell you. It's stuff like canola oil, peanut oil, safflower oil, and sesame oil. The oh, very, the stuff you shouldn't be eating to begin with. Yeah, maybe it's very stuff no one should be eating. Maybe it's not age after all, but... It's impossible. So, um, all right, well, we are to, we are now to the toast and jam section of, of the show. And we've got we got some stuff to, to, to get into here. Yes, uh, we do. We do. And um, so, before we get to the toast and jam, I think this is this is probably where, in the in the grand scheme of things, um, that we have a um, that uh, we're going to play this. We're going to. I did not. Let's see if I can actually figure this out. Okay, so we are going to unmute the computer because that's what we need to do. Yeah. And we're going to play this a little bit. To, we're going to play this a little bit from Rev here. That uh, we're going. This is hell. Yes, we are. Yeah, we are going to do this. We're going to do it. And if I can figure out how to do it, there we go. Ho, pedal heads, and welcome to the Rev Cyber Truckers Cavalcade of Stupidity. Brian Lewis is an Ohio native and country musician. However, he still does some goofy shit from time to time. His song, I Think My Dog's a Democrat, has over 15 million views on YouTube. I'm pretty sure everybody here knows somebody just like this dog. This is Brian Lewis. I think my dog's a Democrat. Well, I think my dog's a Democrat. And it breaks my heart to have to say an ugly thing like that. But there's a big old pile of evidence that all points towards the fact dog might be a Democrat I pay for all his health care and I buy everything he eats I provide him with a place to live just to keep him off the streets but he just acts like he's entitled even tried to That I keep on display And every time Benghazi's on TV He looks the other way What difference at this point does it make? I know he's a liberal Even if he won't admit it He pooped on my living room rug And tried to tell me George Bush did it Could find a ride to town Well, I know they'd let him vote Well, sure, we've had some good times And he's been fun to have around there you go. Well, thanks, Rev. We appreciate the we appreciate that little contribution. That was fantastic. Yeah, we uh, pff, yeah we love that. Um, yeah, we and, do. And uh, we'll have to find we'll have to find that song in the in the post show and play it. I think uh, because uh, that's a for that, sure. Yeah, my yeah my dog's yeah my dog's a Democrat. Is that the? I think that's the title yeah, of it. That's a we we got to we got to go for that because that's a. 
that's a that's an <laughs> yeah my dog's a democrat <laughs> just, oh that and that and that, that addition of the hillary clip in there was fantastic oh yes yeah so money in the bank money in the bank all right so now we'll get to the, now speaking we'll, of money we'll get to the we'll get to the tales of ride share and you've got a couple of a uh, couple of doozies for this week Oh, do I ever? Yeah, I wish I had the spot, the spook clip to play the uh, to play for this. Uh, well, we all we all know the clip, the appropriation of right. which. So I have a ride, and uh, picks up at the airport, driving along. I get chit chatting with a guy. And somewhere along the lines in the conversation, he whips out a badge. He's a spook! Oh, my. oh yeah. For the three-letter agency that we all don't like. I'm talking about the dogs. Eddie Arnold, the D-E-A. But this dude was actually pretty fucking cool, and I'll tell you why. He's actually in favor of legalization for some actual valid reasons. He was telling me about a raid that they did in a place north of here. That, And it was very disturbing. Because one of his arguments for legalization of the green goodness is that it would cut down on, or, you know, I'm not going to say eliminate, but definitely cut down on the amount of deaths from laced marijuana. And he was talking about this raid that he had done where there was fentanyl found under a baby's crib. And the and the crib was actively being used by a baby in this house. And there you know there there were other kids involved, I guess. What? Yeah, uh, no bullshit. And like I can get behind the fact that, you know, in, in order to protect people, well, first of all, know where your shit's coming from. And, you know, if, if we start catching whoever is lacing this shit and heavily prosecute them, you know, maybe it will cut down on the amount of laced good good that's that's going on out there. Because that shit is just, it's so dangerous. And the sad part is, and here's an even easier way. How about we stop making it fucking legal to obtain it? What a wild fucking concept. A drug that is so fucking lethal that having just the tiniest amount on your fingernail can fucking kill an adult grown person. Oh, that's legal to obtain, but oh, no, 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 no. You can't legally have a fucking joint. Hmm, one's going to get you high as fuck, but is not going to kill you. No matter how fucking much of it you smoke, you'll simply just be wasting weed because you'll not get any higher and you can't overdose. Or one that the tiniest fucking amount can fucking kill a grown human. No, you know, just you, saying. You, well, you, well, you realize that there is, that there is uh, something that has to be, uh, you know, I mean, it's seriously, like, I mean, there is a there is something that you have to, uh, you know, of course, do. The science is in. Science, science. Anyway, um, but we have, but we of course have to do that. And uh, you know what I say? Fuck the science. Yeah. Well, you know. Of course. And Fauci. Well, and uh, and Joe Biden. While we're at it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, um, was there anything else that was interesting about that story? Or? Well, just all around having a conversation with a fucking spook and even calling him out for the fact that he was a spook. I, I called it to his face, but and explained what one was, mind you, so he didn't think I was being racial or something, yeah. even though he wasn't, you know, he wasn't colored or anything. Well, yeah, there's... there's... The the point of the matter is, I thought it was great to actually have the opportunity to have a serious conversation with someone who isn't necessarily a thousand percent bought in. We actually also talked about the fact that he basically told him, yeah, I'm not getting the fucking jab. And, you know, if you want to let a fucking veteran of, you know, this many years go, you know, you're fucking stupid, but hey, you know, I'll start packing my fucking desk, basically. Yeah, exactly. So, um, well, it was amazing to actually hear a fucking spook that wasn't completely woke. That is a good thing. I agree. Um, so, yeah. The, the, so, yeah. I mean, you realize that, you know, I don't think we've talked to, we, we, we talked to different people in our, um, you know, in what we do here. And honestly, like, this is, you know, we, not everybody, you know, people are having to make a living doing, you know, working for, doing things that, you know, frankly, they may not, they may not believe that much in. Uh, you know, if you can, if you can do that and still maintain your moral compass, uh, you know, uh, more power to you. But and and I think this, I think this person is able to do so effectively. Yeah. Ultimately, that's well, good. But uh, and we have a co-host in in the uh, in in the blossom tonight. We do, huh? Yes, he has fur, and at current is molesting my foot with his head. Molesting my foot, and this is that's a potential show title right there. Yeah, he, um, I, I got actually, I, yeah, so I got up this morning and, um, to go to the bathroom. and uh, As one does. As one does. Yeah. <laughs> when and, you get uh, old. You know, I couldn't, the, the cat wasn't anywhere to be found when I when I got up and went, went to the bathroom. By the time I got out of the bathroom, uh, yeah, he was he was out in the hall waiting for me to pet him with, with my feet. Um, you know, he, he's, got a, he's got a foot fetish, that's all I can say. Um, yeah, it's like he heard you tinkling and he was like, oh! Dad's up. Zoom. He knows exactly where you are, and you must pay the toll of foot rubs yeah, that's on right. my head to pass. That is right. Um, yeah. Un- unadulterate my weed, and I will execute you. Yes, of course. Uh, all right. And, uh, yeah, this is... Um, so there, so yeah, it's uh, you know that that was not the only interesting ride you had. We had one yesterday that was. Uh, I did have one yesterday that it, it bothered me. And please feel free, pedalheads, to weigh in on how would you would feel if you were me in this situation. Now, mind you, I'm a very moral person. So I get this ride, and the guy asks me. He says, "Hey, can we pick up my girl after I pick up my girlfriend? Can we go to the mall?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's no worries. All you got to do is just update it in the app, and that'll take care of it." He's like, "All right." So. He updates it. Well, she's way out in a seriously remote place in our beautiful state. So I have no GPS and neither one of them are offering any real suggestions on how to get to the mall from where we currently were. So long story short becomes I end up literally driving past my ex-husband's property. And this ride, which should have been an $11 ride because it was a short ride if the GPS had been properly working, 
ended up turning into... Now, what they charged the rider was probably about $33. Yeah, there you go. Magic number again. But the amount with the ride bonus I got plus the mileage plus this plus that was like $64. And I felt absolutely... To the point, I felt so bad about it because... I mean, that should not have cost him and his girlfriend that much. They're, you know, they're teenagers, ultimately. And, I mean, I know it's his own money because they were talking about him working and blah, 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 blah. But I even reached out to Lyft Support to say, hey, is there anything that we can do about this? Because, ultimately, you know, if I don't have GPS because you're... You know, your GPS software, Google's GPS software, Apple Maps GPS software, nothing could pick a signal up out where I was, okay? So there's no way for me to know until I'm literally so far into this ride that it would be completely ludicrous to turn around and go back the other way. So you just keep going the way you were originally going. And ultimately, yeah, I mean, when you saw the line... It almost makes a complete circle. The only problem is, instead of, you know, going right, I should have gone left. And, yeah. So, ultimately, lift support was absolutely zero fucking help in the endeavor of trying to find a way to ease the financial amount that was paid from that rider for, ultimately what wasn't his fault or it kind of wasn't mine. I mean, I'm in unfamiliar territory where I've never been. I'm truly dependent upon either my rider or the GPS to get me to a place where I'm familiar and can actually navigate of my own volition. It just, it wasn't good. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, as I I told you last night, it's like, look, you know, this is, you know, again, this uh, technology failure is what, what it ultimately was, right? Mm, it really was. Yeah. And, you know, and this is this is a situation, I mean, there, there, you know, there's multiple failures like, okay, you know, Uber and Lyft assume that there's always going to be signal when that's not the case at all, right? And I mean, even just, even, you know, I swear to God, even, so I remember we were, you know, well, I think fucking, we were. Fucking, here's the thing. Fucking XM satellite had goddamn signal. How the fuck I had signal from well, okay, them, but, here, but, here's, but here's, here's the thing. But, but, but no GPS can find my fucking car? Well, no. The, again, the problem is is that they, they don't cache any of the maps locally. So if it doesn't, if the map's not cached locally, because honestly, like, here's the thing about GPS. GPS work, does not require cellular access. If you, have, if you have the maps locally on, the, on, the, on your phone, you can still get, you, you can still get signal, right? It's it just, it takes mm-hmm. a while to, you know, it doesn't, you know, unfortunately it's not real time necessarily because yeah, it takes a little bit longer to lock on on that kind of thing because of how GPS works, but ultimately you'd still get locked in, right? And you'd have the maps. Right. And so once you knew where you were, you could, you could actually, you know, between that and accelerometers and that kind of thing, it had a pretty good idea. The phone should have a pretty good idea exactly where you are and use, and use offline maps. And so guess what? Yeah. None of those services use offline maps. And so what you exactly. went, yeah. so what you end up with is that you got no signal it's not, it's not that the phone doesn't know where you are it just doesn't know where you, you know where you are on the map right i'm the map right. i'm the map i'm the map sorry my god yeah i've watched too many uh, yeah I had, I had to watch too much fucking dora the explorer because of one of my children i'm sure um so 
Anyway. Yeah, anyway. So, yeah, so unfortunately, so, yeah, like I told you, though, I think that, you know, I, they, they gave you a $20 tip, so they were not, they couldn't have been too unhappy about the whole thing. Yeah, they they did. They were, they were good about it. I just really felt bad because yeah. if that had been me, I would not have been happy. I would have been frustrated with the, with the system. Yeah, well, and, and the system's broken, but there's nothing you can do about it in this case. It's, it's, you know. And I mean, young kids don't have a lot of friggin' money, and yeah. to have to pay an exorbitant amount, you know, for something that you expect is going to be a small amount, you know, I'm, I'm not okay. So I'm not going to say that either one of them should have had culpability in the fact that I'm the driver. It's my job to know where the hell I'm going. But ultimately, I just kind of feel like. Even even at that, at some point, you know, if I zigged when I should have zagged, one of them could have said, um, you know, something. Yeah, exactly. That's it's a it's a it's a you know this is one of those it's a shared responsibility model, right? I mean, kind somebody, of sorta, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's and that's and that's that. I think. Um, were there any other tales that you have, or is it just those two? No, it, it was actually kind of a quiet week. There wasn't a lot that occurred necessarily it was yeah i mean i i made you know i made decent bank yesterday and i'm not i'm not complaining you know it's it's definitely necessary yeah so yeah it is but uh you know that's how you gotta that's how we gotta get things uh back to uh you know back to stable ground as it were Mm -hmm. so um Okay, I got I got a I got a joke from the uh, you know from the bathroom. Uh, you'd asked me to fill up one of your uh, your a container of a conditioner from a from a larger bottle of. I did. I have a large bottle that has a pump top on it because it's more economical to buy the large pump bottles and refill the smaller bottles that I keep in the shower. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. If you miss on those, yeah, it looked like a money shot. Uh, you know, I wish I, I, you know, there, there is a, I've got, I think I have, I think I've got the money shot clip. I might, I should have, I should have had it, uh, you know, I should have had it, uh, accessible. Know, I should have had it successful. Um, you know, I, this, no, it's, uh, that, this is the, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have the, gotta have this one. I think this is, you know, we, this is, I have, I have it available and it's like this. Let's see if I can get it. Look at that. That's a money shot. Yeah. There's, nice. I, I, yeah, but there's. I, I think there, there was there was another one I was supposed to, that that I was I was actually going for the longer one of that. And let's see if I've got it here. Um, this is the yeah. Here we go. This I think this is the one we want because got to do this one if I can hit it. Make shake your money, make oh, she got that money. That's a show enough money shot. Woo, Jesus, woo, Lord, look at that. That's a money shot. There you go. So I love that. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the, actually, yeah, you're, yeah. So, yeah, I know, I know that. Go, yeah, actually, Google Maps does have an, an, a download feature for offline maps. We'll we'll work on that offline. I, yes, I, I, we I, should. I, I forgot. I had forgotten that. So, um, we'll. Yeah, as long as you use it periodically, I think it works. It's just you. It, it'll. Yeah, I've I've actually done that when I've gone into areas. Sometimes I'll. I'll yeah, do I actually use Google Maps a lot because of the fact that either I'm trying to route myself home from the last ride location that i drop off at or if i'm going because the app uh neither one of the apps if i'm going you know finger quotes out of area 
you know, it um, it basically tells me, we have no idea how the fuck to route you, so hopefully you can use one of these other apps. Yeah. And I prefer Google Maps because I'm more familiar with it. Right. So, yeah, I use Google Maps a lot. Yeah, exactly. Oh. But, you know, speaking of money shots, we got to talk about golfing with my mom. We went mini golfing with yeah. Mama. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was, I, yeah, we were, um, yeah, so... Um, yeah, I think I got. I actually managed two holes in one. Two, not yeah. On I mean, there's so there's a hole um, that um, I got it. Yeah, so there's a hole where um, the hole is covered by something that's hanging right above it that we, that you that we swing. Oh, that's right. It's yeah. the ninth hole. Yeah, the ninth hole. Right. It's got. Oh my god! It's got this horrible fucking beam that hangs directly over the hole, and it's on one of those eyelet. Um, hooks. So you literally swing this big ass log thing, and you got to try to get the ball in the hole. Which this fucking crazy golfer over here got a fucking hole in one on this hole, and my poor mom ended up having her ball knocked out of the area <laughs> by the beam. It was so sad to see. But you know what? She, for her, never having played mini golf before, she put up an absolutely respectable score. She actually came. Came out ahead of me, and I mini golf with you all the time. So kudos to my mom yeah. for kicking ass and mini golf. Exactly. Yeah, we had some good fun with that. We um, really did. Yeah. Um, and she laughed. Oh God, she laughed. Poor thing. I- I'm surprised she didn't break a fucking fingernail because one of the things on the spinners of the mini golf is that you have to use your hand instead of the putter for your first shot. And mom's got long fingernails. So she comes like from way back and squ- Oh, the sound. I can hear it in my ears when when her nails scrape the ground as she hit that ball. God, I thought for sure she broke a nail. Yeah, well. Oh, dear God. Yeah, well, speaking of breaking things, uh, you broke a, you broke oh. a, one of our Adirondack chairs. I, I, okay, so fair, fair, fair enough. Oh my God, you guys, <sighs> this was not a good week. Phone boy got some info that just didn't sit good with me, pertinent to what he's going through, and it really, I, I needed a quick fast and in a hurry stress relief. So I decided that since I have a bottle of jack in my refrigerator to tip it up and chug a couple of chugs then my brain said hey that wasn't that bad why don't we try chugging a few chugs of that double chocolate vodka over there so we did yeah well that, you, you know when that happens though twice the tongue is drunk yeah, yeah I, I did it, was it. A, more than just the tongue i can assure you I, I did it twice yeah so needless to say I didn't. I, I went from zero to holy shit. I'm way too drunk. So when I went to sit in the Adirondack chair with my smoking apparatus in my hand, might I add, I don't think I was as close to the chair as I thought I was. And when I hit the chair, it snapped, crackled, and then popped. And needless to say, it was kind of like watching a roller coaster track be deconstructed. It's like left, right, left, right, as it like snap, snap, snap. I was so drunk, y'all, I didn't realize I got hurt. Till the next morning when the new chair that Phone Boy had brought down for me to put on the balcony, I went outside and there's a blood stain on the chair and i went i think i got hurt last night so i'm like doing the the self-check of like touching all over my body going 
what the fuck did I do? And yeah, um, I got a couple of cuts and a few bruises and things for my efforts and can't remember most of that night. Uh, yeah, uh, well. Where's the kaboom? There was supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom. Yeah, well. well there was a kaboom, all right. Yeah. I, there, I definitely there, heard it. Yeah, there's nothing like you be... I can only imagine what you thought when I went outside before you, yeah. and you obviously heard that chair snapping and cracking. Oh, yeah. I'm like... And I think I called for you, but I don't remember. Yeah, you, you did, yeah. Did I? Yeah, you did. I'm okay. Like, I, I can only imagine what your thoughts were when you go out there and you see my naked ass just... Because I didn't even realize I was naked. I thought I was wearing my cover I usually wear when I go outside. That's how drunk I was. What? Yeah, I didn't know I didn't have clothes on. Yeah, well, I'm not kidding. Yeah, uh, she, yeah, yeah, y'all. She was pretty. I had to. I had to uh, fill her in on what happened the previous night. Like, uh, and I've never been that drunk. Yeah, and, and I don't ever want to be that drunk ever again. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, uh, not so much of that. It's not. It's not good for us, anyways. Right? Of course, we. You know, it's yet one more thing we sweat out. Um, this is true. It is. Yeah. So. Um, <clears throat> Okay, so yeah, there is um yeah, so this week I did actually in in the in the lawyer front, yeah, I did hire a new attorney uh, for my divorce. Um we there is I I talked to three different attorneys to try and figure out um uh, with who because it was pretty clear that my uh that my previous attorney was going to fire me uh because she was not willing to defend a position I that I demanded she take in court. Uh, no balls. My, no yeah, balls. Well, yeah, that's um, why you needed a lawyer with balls. I did get a lawyer with balls, and well, and and, and actually functional ones at that. Um, so that because properly intact. because because one of the because one of the gentlemen I uh, interviewed uh, clearly didn't have them. Uh, he had a penis, but no functional testicles. He must have been married. Yeah, something along those lines. Um, now, one of the other things that I got this so, um, and I'll have a link. To, I'll have a picture of this in the show notes. But so, and it actually kind of relates to um, the the place, the one, the lone place I'm giving a shout out to this week. Um, is, so we did. Uh, so um, now that I'm kind of getting, I'm trying to get myself back into you know, in, you know, trying to get trying to get into a, you know a better schedule and also have um, you know and try to be more productive and not and, and honestly like staying home all the time. Um, yeah, I mean, I did that for two years, and that's that doesn't work for me. So I need to get out and and uh, you know, and it, it, this problem with working from home is that yeah, you need to sometimes uh, it's it's nice to work somewhere else. And so uh, now historically, where I've done that is a coffee shop. Now, uh, and it used to be Starbucks because well, you know, I lived I, I lived in the Pacific Northwest, and Starbucks are fucking everywhere. Um, you know, then you move into a a small southern town, and you know, and I'm not saying that in a derogatory sense. It's just it's just happens to be the truth um yeah and you know there is no starbucks here in um you know in, in the town that we're in and um there, you know i'd have to go 45 minutes one direction or the other to find a real one and um now that's a that's a little bit far and so i've been trying all of the other um you, you know i've um i've been yeah you know, i've been trying to find a place that that would actually be uh that would be suitable for this um there is a, i think we talked about grinder house uh previously we have yeah and it's i've worked i worked there a few times it's it's not a terrible place to work the problem is is it closes at like three o'clock and so in some days i don't get out of the house until like you know 
two o'clock. So, um, just cause, cause of the stuff I got going on. And so I've been trying to find a place. that's not like a, you know, I mean, I know I could go work in like a McDonald's or something like that. So I'm going to buy it. Who the hell wants to do that? No, I don't want to do that. No, I, I, people had suggested that to me. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, so it turns out that, um, about two weeks ago, there was a place that opened up, uh, very close to where we live actually. Um, and, um, and it's called uh, Breaking Bread, and uh, they they yeah. So they open now because of the um, because of the uh, the strip mall that they're in um, has a no compete clause, and there's a restaurant in the in you know in this in this uh, in the strip mall. They uh, they can only be open uh, after two o'clock, and so they're that's when they're open. Um, you know, they're open from like two to, you know, I don't know, currently like eight o'clock and, um, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a suitable enough place. They've got, you know, they're, they you know, they're, they're, uh, currently famous for their cinnamon rolls. Um, that's what people, and I, I when I sat there and, and uh, you know, was, was working yesterday that they, they, um, you know, a lot of people came in for their, for their homemade cinnamon rolls. And, uh, I didn't, I of course did not uh, partake of them. I just had a nice coffee, but, um, I actually helped these uh, folks out with their, uh, they, they were having some issues with their square payment terminal. I kind of went on a, on an iPad. So I kind of, I, gave them a little bit of assistance and you know that was a good thing so um so i think i have my new place to you know uh, this place seems to be doing brisk business um and yeah and it's i think so uh yeah we so shout out to breaking bread uh, coffee house um, okay and, uh, and question. so yeah what is the question you're saying that grinder house is only open until three but this place is only open till two how, how no, is it's open no it's open from two Oh, it's open from two. Can, yeah, they can't open until two because th- there's a restaurant next to them that oh, is open. Oh, the restaurant until, closes at two. two. Yes. Oh, I thought it was the other way around. Yeah. <clears throat> no, yeah. I understand. Continue. Okay. Yeah. So this is yeah. Uh, in any case, it's just a nice little. It was. It, it, so it was nice to you know. I don't know. Hear all the people that came in, and was, apparently a lot of people have moved to this area um, from all kinds of different places, um, and it's. Um, you know, I, 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 there were a lot of places uh, that seemed to have been taken over, perhaps by uh, um, by certain, uh, you know, the, by by certain people of a certain political persuasion. Um, right. Yeah, it's you know, it's uh, it's it's like uh, the communist state of Inslee, as it were. Um, you know, that's a um, you know, I'm kind of glad, I, I'm very glad to be away from that. Um, although they, you know, the courts there still seem to want me to do stuff. Um, so yeah, but uh, yeah, so the only, so we yeah we did not go to the farmers market. There's um, you know, honestly, like um, you know, I think that it's just yeah, right now that's a there's. Um, yeah, there's just some realities of things right now, and honestly, we've, we're pretty well stocked up, so we don't need to be getting too much stuff. I think uh, there, it, but it's a as needed. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, here is um, you know we, but uh, you know what we do have though, we have a voicemail. Ooh, how can we have a voicemail? And uh, yeah, and if you guys want to call in and on this topic of your favorite Saturday morning cartoon, uh, so give us a call at two five three two three seven three three two one. But we have a voicemail, and uh, we will we will go ahead and play it. Woohoo! Hey, Mama here. I had several that I just absolutely loved as far as Saturday morning cartoons, but I guess my all-time favorite was Fantastic Four. I liked all the characters, but the one I actually identified with the most was the thing, Ben Grimm. And I had such an inferiority complex back then and still have it, actually. I guess you can understand why I identified with him. 
But anyway, that's mine. Love y'all. Bye. Thank you, Mama T. Thank you. We love you, Mama T. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, what is what was your favorite Saturday morning cartoon? Oh, Looney Tunes, of course. Mm. Well, what I used to remember getting up watching as a kid. I mean, Looney Tunes, of course. I mean, I watch, I love Looney Tunes, but what I'd get up and watch first thing in the morning would be Super Friends. What, like Superman and Batman? Well, no, no, super. It was called Super Friends. I mean, that's just it, it was DC heroes. So, so it was the Justice League of America, you know, what they now call Justice League of America. Yeah, I'm thinking of the right characters. Yeah, you're thinking of the right characters. Yeah, okay. so Superman, Batman, and Robin. The, you know, I don't know, blah 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 blah. You know, all right? Of the, all of the uh, all of the stuff. Uh, you know, um, is, is there? So uh, yeah, that's but that's what I used to watch, and that's uh, but yeah, of course, I'd also watch Looney Tunes. That was a you know, um, but I'd also watch those kind of on the you know the the afternoon cartoons that would be on television when I came home from school, right? So, um, but uh, yeah, um, but if you've got a favorite uh, Saturday morning cartoon, uh, you can give us a call, 253-237-3321 and tell us about it. That's right. Um, yeah, so now we're going to get on to the second half of the show, and uh, here we are. Um, this was an interesting factoid. So apparently the less sodium you eat, the more you sweat. Uh, that, that doesn't seem like it makes a lot of sense, but, um, but some people's, uh, oh, and oh, you know what? We just got a we just got a voicemail. Let's, Yay! Uh, so let us. Uh, we're gonna play it. We're gonna play it as we are. Hey guys, right here. Uh, let's see. My absolute favorite Saturday morning cartoon has always been and always will be GI Joe. So now you know, and knowing the fact about it. Well, so what did these? What did you say it was? GI Joe. GI Joe, real American hero. GI Joe. Or GI stink. I think. I think that is. I, I think that might be. I think that might be a, a show title. GI stink. That's terrible. Yeah. It's very terrible. Yes, it is very terrible. Um, and uh, but uh, but yeah, thanks, Rev. We appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Rev. We, we appreciate you calling in. Um, so um, I don't know why that went to voicemail because I know I turned off the do not disturb on our number here. Um, but uh, yeah, there. Gotta it, love technology. Yeah, you gotta love technology. This is, uh, you know, this is where there there is a because I'm, I'm thinking I don't I don't have the do not disturb. This is the uh, that you want to answer calls on maybe the web. There we go. Maybe we'll do that. There we go. That's something I gotta miss. Uh, or there we go. So blah blah blah. We'll see if that actually works now. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm still trying to figure out Google Voice after all this time. Yeah. So again, you know, two five three two three seven three three two one. Give us a call. Tell us about your favorite Saturday morning cartoon. That's right. And uh, you could be live on the show. That's true. I should actually do that. There we go. And uh, since I love the sound that Google Voice makes when you call in uh, live, do it for Phoenix. Do I do it for Phoenix. I, I, anyway, <laughs> anyway um, so th- here we go. Um, so like I was saying before I realized there was a voicemail, um, that, uh, yeah, you know, some people are, are saltier sweaters than others, right? And, you know, honestly, you can tell... I'm sorry, but saltier sweaters needs to be a show title. Yeah, saltier sweaters, yeah. Yeah. Saltier sweaters, I'm, and, and I'm, and yeah, and I'm saying saltier as in saltier, as in, as in yeah. more salty, saltier sweaters, and, and sweaters, and I'm going to spell it with, with a, with a, you know, yeah. Yes. Anyway. Exactly. So we've got some potential show titles here anyway. Um, but you can tell if you're a salty sweater, if your eyes sting when sweat drips into it, an open cut burns when you sweat, you feel gritty after a sweaty workout, or even if you just taste it. Um, 
this may be tied to dieting because you drink a lot of water. Um, you know, it's good to, you know, it's good to replenish lost sodium after an intense workout. Now the conventional device, conventional device, conventional advice suggests replenishing with sports drinks, tomato juice, or pickles. Now we here at the Lotus Effect can get behind pickles, but the pickle juice is much better for this purpose. Just right. make sure the pickles you buy don't contain hot, fresh garbage, which sadly many commercial brands do. Yes. And God willing, I can find a good pickle recipe because... If anyone has cucumbers, and that's something we need to look for at the farmer's market, is some smaller pickly like cucumbers, because I would love to make our own pickles. I think I think we should, too. Um, Absolutely. But, and, and, and y'all, seriously, don't worry about consuming too much salt. It's not nearly as bad as everyone makes it out to be, and the body's pretty good at getting rid of excess. We may cover salt as a, as a topic in the future here. Um, so um, I think that's a, that is something that we'll probably do. Um, now um, there are medical conditions, and I'll, I'll let the I'll let the EMT trained person here talk about the you know the conditions that uh, uh, you know that cause people to sweat more or less than others. Well, the first condition is hyperhidrosis. It's a medical condition that causes someone to sweat more than the average person. About five percent of the American population has this condition, and while genetics play a role in it, it can be caused by other medical conditions or the treatments for them. So the diseases include heart disease, cancer, adrenal gland disorders, stroke, hyperthyroidism, menopause, spinal cord injuries, lung disease, Parkinson's disease, and infectious diseases like tuberculosis or HIV. Now, there's also hypohydrosis. Now, hyper means too much. So what do you think hypo means? Yeah, well, too little. Too little. Exactly. So this is where you sweat too little. And again, genetics play a role in that. And medication to treat nerve damage and dehydration can also be credited as a cause. And anything that causes nerve damage, which includes diabetes, alcoholism, Parkinson's disease, multiple, you know, system atrophy, um, myeloidiosis, small cell lung cancer, and Horner syndrome. Yeah, um, there you go. Um, so this is, uh, yeah, and I think it's there. Yeah, there is. Um, yeah, it, it's. And you know, here's the funny thing about it. Of course, you know, the, you look at some of those disease. Well, actually, I'm, I'm, go ahead and read the other one. I, I, well, I was, I was going to say, you know, funny enough, most of these conditions are made worse by hmm, three guesses: diet. Yeah. So I'm actually going to throw some other thing in here too, because I, so this is uh, uh, there is a third condition that comes up called uh, trimethylam uh, trimethylamuria. It causes the body to produce a fishy odor that is released in the sweat, urine, breath, and reproductive fluids. Uh, uh, people with this uh, with this condition are, are unable to break down trim, uh, trimethylene. Uh, Trimethylene uh, comes from specific chemicals, like chloine, carnitine, and TMAO, and, which is found in certain foods. And the the uh, you know so the excess tri uh, tri uh, thylamine or th- thyla- yeah, trimethylene uh, my methylene uh, builds up and is the source of the odor. And there aren't any other physical symptoms, but uh, uh, people with this condition may experience serious psychological and social distress. I guess if I had a fishy odor, if they smelled like fish, uh, yeah, hell yeah, yeah, I'd say uh, yeah. You know, this is uh, I, I don't know. There, there's a you know. A, there's a red dwarf clip I would play if I, I that I that I don't have at the moment that I wish I kind of had because uh, you know it's a, the cat clip yeah, with the dispenser yeah, or yeah. the uh, what do you call it the food dispenser yeah. the food yeah the food dispenser this fish fish today's <laughs> fish is trout a la creme enjoy your meal I, I know. Oh, oh and we, we have a phone call oh and I've actually got it working Yay! so 
We are going to do this. Let's see if I can figure yes, out. Yes, we are. Oh, we are. Let's see. This is a 253 number. Let's see what this is. Hello, caller. Oh, I hit the end button, apparently. Oh, let's try that again. If you got, if you, hello, call caller, back, you, call caller. back. I thought I hit, the, I thought I hit the answer button, but apparently I hit the wrong button. Um, so try that again, y'all. Um, that that does that does happen. Sorry about that. Uh, let's see. Serious. I got a new vo- I got a new voicemail. Let's see how that worked. Uh, I don't know. This is, uh, I don't know. Where's my voicemail? No, it doesn't. We get. No, I already played that one. Uh, all right. Anyway, this is the this is the fun part about doing things live. Uh, so. Now here's something that's really interesting that, that I didn't realize that, um, you know that there is um, that actually that apparently there's a, there's a study uh, that done in 2009 that looked at whether or not smell was identical from both of the both of your armpits. Now researchers, the theory was that increased use of one arm would change the odor samples. Now it turns out that um, you know so they they you know um, that for people that were typically right-handed. Um, there was no difference, but for people that were left-handed, the side, the left side odor was considered more masculine and intense. Now, you know, I don't know if that means anything or not, but it is a thing. Um, so, um, here's the thing: it is, um, uh, it's well known that, uh, you know, and you know, there, that, now there is something else that you know can happen too, right? It's well known that feelings of happiness transfer between individuals through uh, mini cry induced by vision and hearing, right? So things, so, you know, you see somebody feeling a certain way that can translate. Mimicry, uh, dear. Yeah, mimicry. Mimicry. Mimic, cry. Really? Mimicry? Mimicry. Where the not? hell did you learn to read? Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's like melancholy, which is another word I used to get. It's melancholy. That's I tell you. Dear gosh, that's funny. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, there is a... Now, the, the question is, get, can happiness be transferred through smell via uh, chemo signals? Or chem, or, you know, and, the, you know, they're, they're basically, uh, you know, olfactory uh, mm-hmm. things that can be smelled. And a 2015 study suggested only that not only negative ef- effects, but also positive effects can, uh, can be transferred by means of an, odors that emanate from you. The scent is then detectable by others stimulating feeling of happiness, happiness and well in, in them. And you know, maybe this is how feelings are infectious. Maybe it's not, you know... Just the visual, but it's also the you know the, the smell. But that, well. There's really something to that, I think. I think there is too. Um, now um, it's funny, um, you know. We um, you know we've known for I think we've clearly known for centuries that one of the ways the body rids itself of toxins is through sweat. I mean, why mm-hmm. else would we have saunas, sweat lodges, Roman bathhouses, and the like dating back you know two thousand years or more? Have you ever had a sauna? I have, yeah. Aren't um, they delightful? They are delightful. Oh, I love uh, them. Um, th- I think that's one regret from the couple of times I went to Finland is I didn't do a sauna. And I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that, uh, you know, back in 2000 when I was in Finland, um, yeah, I, my, was not, my, I did not have a nice body image, so I did not feel like I wanted to be out in public in, you know, in a sauna. Um, but, uh, you know, and honestly, but if you've ever... If you've ever eaten a hot pepper and you found sweat pouring down your temples, you know that your body is well equipped to sweat out some chemicals it would prefer to be without, right? Right. And uh, so, but you know, I mean, seriously, like you know, science had to weigh in. I mean, shut up already! It's science. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Yeah. So. Um, there's a 2016 study published in Biomed Research International. It found that inducing sweating may help the body eliminate organochlorinated pesticides, or OCPs, which we're, we're, uh, we're, we are regularly exposed to 
via their food, water, and air as part of just, you know, just being alive. And given that OCPs have been demonstrated to negatively impact metabolic functions and likely promote disease processes, yeah, it's probably a good thing that that is the case. And, you know, there was another study in 2012, this, and this, this uh, you know, this changed how certain things are packaged, right? So, um, that it was, a, it was a study published in the Journal of Environmental and Public Health also saw that induced sweating as a way to help body rid itself of bisphenol A or BPA, which is it's a known endocrine disruptor, which is not not something you want to have in your in your body. In both of these studies, the toxins were most highly detected in sweat when compared to their presence in other bodily fluids like uh, urine and blood. Now, okay, so I have a question: Is that why there's such a big deal about? Plastic bottles being BPA free. Yes, it is. But they, what they all they've done is replaced it with something that they haven't demonized yet. So yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and that's really all it is. And because they, they, you know, it's um, everything that I've seen suggests that the stuff that they replaced it with wasn't really a whole lot better. They just didn't find a way to haven't found a way to demonize yet. it yet. Yeah. Um, now, bottom line with all this, right? If you, you know, however you get yourself to sweat, whether it be, you know, going, you know, going for a run, um, you know, working out in a hot room, uh, you know, sitting in a, you know, sitting in a sauna, whatever, whatever it is you do, man. Um, yeah, I mean, get out there and sweat. I mean, it's, it's, it's good for you to get, to get, cause it, it gets stuff out of your body. It, um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, but, you know, may, obviously make sure that you take care of yourself when you, when you do that, right? Make sure you drink, drink a lot of water, make sure you replenish your electrolytes. Don't use, um, yeah, don't, you know, don't use the crap products, but, you know, you, you can, you know, salt is, uh, you know, salt is cheap. Salt is free. not the enemy, though. Yeah. Salt is not the enemy. Um, That's what's important for people to understand is that salt has been demonized for so long. And you know what? Maybe we need to do a show on salt. Yeah, that's, I've got, yeah, I've already got it in our topic list to, to do so a show on salt. Um, yeah, there's a great book by it. Um, you know the um, I forgot I forgot the um, I forgot the guy's name, but it but it's a, it's that it is about salt, and it basically goes into you know all the things that your body needs salt for, right? So right, yeah, you know there's there is a sort of a, there's an optimal level where the body's kind of where the body's really happy. Um, it gets worse if you don't have enough, and mm-hmm. it gets you know it, it it's you know I mean it gets much it, like most things. Yeah, it's there's there's kind of a, there's a there's a there's a yeah there's a valley where like the benefits are you know the, the, where you where you know it's kind of optimal, and then you know the more then of course your body starts you know dumping it right. So mm-hmm. um, that's something you got to worry about. But now here's the thing, right? Now and all this is kind of the end of the. This is I mean, we're kind of at the end, right? What's our opinion about all this? Um, right. You know, we weren't really. You know, when I you know, when we were going through this, we weren't really expecting to find anything like this. But here we've determined that yet again, the quality of your diet, the quality of your diet determines the quality of your life, and it apparently also determines the quality of your body odor. And if you don't want to smell like shit, stop eating it. Um, what you may eat even has something to do with the amount of perspiration to generate, right? I mean, because it's, because again, right. Can, yeah. Which and again, we've talked about that with certain foods and, you know, now, and, and maybe the good vibes you pick up from hanging out with us in the blossom can be shared with those around you by your smell. You know, I mean, that's just a kind of an interesting little uh, side. Tip that's right. So, you know, the next time somebody asks you, you know, mm-hmm. what's that smell? Yeah, exactly. Uh, You can just tell them that, uh, you know, that's that's the lotus. And uh, now you're experiencing the lotus effect. Yeah, I mean. Shut up already. It's science. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But you know what? I, I think, I, I think uh, you know. I think, yeah, I think, you know. I'm so fucking over this. That's right. Yeah, we are. Um, How the you, fuck do we end this? Yeah, something like this, I think. 
Jordan fades back. Swoosh. And that's the game. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you. I'm out. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.